You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. So the Prophet he tells the Muslims that we have to now soon migrate. The Prophet does something important before the migration, right before the migration. Within you know, those few days or weeks or maybe the last two to three months before the migration, the Prophet does something very important. And that is the Mu'akhat and the Pact of Brotherhood. We've heard about the pact of brotherhood that the Prophet did. Normally, where do we hear about it? In Medina, between who? The Muhajirin and the Ansar. The people of the Medina and the Muhajirin, those who migrated from Mecca. That was, in reality, the second pact of brotherhood. There was another mu'akhat or pact of brotherhood that the Prophet did in Mecca, right before the migration. Now why did the Prophet do this? This was going to be a very big step. The migration to Habasha was a temporary migration, but this migration is going to be a permanent one. And people will permanently leave their city, leave their belongings, leave their hometown. So it was a very difficult move. So the Prophet to make this easy on everyone, as many of the would be leaving family and friends behind, he makes a pact of brotherhood between the Muslims in Mecca so that they feel as if they're one family. It's like we're one family migrating to Medina. This would give them more courage. It would strengthen their hearts. So right before the migration, the Prophet assigns the Muslims as brothers to each other. The pact meant that they will support one another in times of difficulty and the pact also made them equal to one another. And this was uh, some th- a great achievement that the Prophet made. The Prophet chooses those to whom he assigned in the pact of brotherhood in Mecca. He chooses two from very different backgrounds often in order to equate between them. For example, the Prophet assigns his uncle Hamza to be the brother of his formerly adopted son Zaid. Zaid was a slave. Having your uncle Hamza, very prestigious member of Bani Hashim, being the brother of who Zaid, who was a slave, that was a powerful message the Prophet was sending that you, O Muslims, as you're starting on this migration, realize that you're all brothers, you're all equal. In fact, that brotherhood was so strong and solid, the companions thought they would actually inherit one another. They were under the impression that they would inherit one another. Then later on in Medina, Allah reveals a verse that no, there is no inheritance except from blood relatives. But that's how strong this pact was. So the Prophet made the brotherhood between the rich and the poor, between the master and the slave. And this was just phenomenal. So who did he assign as brothers? According to historical accounts, he assigned Abu Bakr to Umar. They were brothers. 
he assigned Hamza, his uncle, to Zayd ibn Haritha, his formerly adopted son. He assigns Uthman ibn Affan to Abdul Rahman ibn Auf. By the way, in choosing these brothers, we'll comment you know, on this later when we, talk to, when we talk about the pact of brotherhood in Medina. The Prophet also sometimes would make brotherhood between two who are like-minded, right? Same type of uh, endeavor, same type of thinking. He assigns Zubair, his cousin, to Ibn Mas'ud. He assigns Bilal as the brother of Ubadah ibn al-Harith. So when he assigned them as brothers, only one Muslim man was left who did not have a brother yet. Who was he? Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib So then finally Imam, the Prophet designates Imam Ali to be his brother. Then the Prophet asks him, Ama tarda an akuna akhak? Look at the wording that the Prophet uses. By the way, this is this comes from Sunni hadith too. This wording, Are you not satisfied that I am your brother? Now, why did the Prophet say that? It seems that when he assigned everyone as brothers except Imam Ali, Imam Ali was put in an awkward situation. Everybody got everybody got a brother except me. So the companions are looking. Maybe the Imam. You know, uh, he, he knew what the Prophet's plan was, but it was an awkward situation. So maybe the Imam signaled, you know, what's going on, how come I don't have a brother? So then the Prophet tells him, are you not satisfied that I am your brother? He said, of course, Ya Rasulullah, I have, I'm satisfied. Then the Prophet tells him, Anta akhi dunya wal akhirah. You are my brother in the world and in the Akhirah. Sallu ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. What is our source for this pact of brotherhood and this hadith? Mustadrak al-Hakim. Al-Hakim is a Naysaburi, prominent Sunni scholar. In his book Al-Mustadrak, he mentions this. Seerah al-Halabiyya, one of the Sunni works on the Seerah of the Prophet, mentions this and many other works also mention this. Ibn Sa'ad in his tabaqat, for example. Al-Baladhari also mentions this. So we have this narrated by many prominent Sunni scholars. Yes, brother. Does this also have to relate to the fact that there was a blood relationship between the two, as in their family before? Or is that something that, that didn't take into No, the Prophet, when assigning these brothers, did not consider any family relationships between them. So they were completely unrelated sometimes and he would assign them as brothers. Yes, he did not consider that as a factor. Maybe some of them were distantly related, but that's, that wasn't a factor that the Prophet considered. Having all these sources, yet we have someone like Ibn Taymiyyah, the very extremist Sunni scholar, right? Who rejects this incident? He says, no. I don't accept that the pact of brotherhood happened in Mecca. Why? What's his argument? He says, well, my argument is that this didn't serve any purpose. Why would the Prophet assign them as brothers? They already knew each other. The Muslims in Mecca, they knew each other. The pact of brotherhood in Medina makes sense because now you have the people of Medina, the Ansar, and you have the people of Mecca, they don't know each other. The Prophet says, I've assigned you as brothers help each, each other out, get to know one another. But the people in Mecca, they already knew each other. What's the point? And 
especially the Prophet and Imam Ali. What does it mean for the Prophet to take Imam Ali as his brother? They knew each other, they grew up with one another. So what purpose did it serve? So he just refutes it. See subhanAllah how they use their opinions to refute historical accounts. Yes. He accepts the Medina one. I think even there he has some uh, issues with some aspects of it. He accepts the Medina one, but he refutes this one. But they, they try to refute that. But yes, that one in Medina is well established. The, the phrasing of this one I think is what disturbed him. That the Prophet says, aren't you satisfied that I am your brother? I think they probably have a pr problem with that phrase. So they try to discredit it, yes. About seven centuries ago, roughly. He lived in the Syrian region about seven centuries ago, during the era of Alam al halli So about 700 years ago. So he tries to refute this, but we mentioned, we just mentioned the reasons why the Prophet declared them as brothers. This was going to be a huge move, a permanent migration, you need each other's support. Secondly, the Prophet was equating between them making the master like the slave, the wealthy like the poor, you're now all one family. Let's migrate as one family to Medina. In fact, it made perfect sense for the Prophet to do that pact of brotherhood. And the Prophet chose Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib as his brother to make it clear in history. So no one has an excuse. No companion could say, I didn't know, it was not clear to me. The Prophet made it very clear that only the one who's qualified to be in my status, in my position, as my successor is Ali ibn Abi Talib, he's my brother. Be careful what you will do after him. And subhanAllah, even this virtue, they denied him. Even this virtue. After the Prophet when the attack happened and they brought Imam Ali to force, by force to the masjid, and they threatened him, give allegiance. He said, what happens if I don't? That one said to the Imam, we'll kill you. This is in historical accounts. What did Imam Ali tell them? He, to he, he told them, if you kill me, then you will have killed the servant of God and the brother of his prophet. What did he respond to him? He told him, as the servant of God, yes, we'll give that to you. You're the servant of God. But as for the brother of the prophet, no, you're not. Allahu Akbar, the Prophet two times assigns him as his brother, yet they denied this virtue. They refuted it. They told him, no, you're not the brother of the Prophet. So the Prophet in, in doing this pact of brotherhood and assigning Imam Ali السلام, as his brother, is making a powerful statement so no one has any doubts, no excuse, can't falsify the truth. He is the brother of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi.